Hey guys, it's Anthony from It's Out of Here Podcast. This is episode nine. So we're going to start this episode on a somber note because something drastic did happen yesterday. Now, granted, I haven't been uh, making episodes in the last few days. I apologize for that, you know, with work and I have apartment issues that I'm trying to handle. So um, once again, I apologize for that. But please follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor and Spotify. But we're going to start this on a somber note. The great Hammerin' Hank Aaron has passed away as of yesterday at 86 years old. Don't know the cause of his death that wasn't broadcasted on the on the um, report or in the news. Um, didn't say anything about COVID-related reasons or anything like that. So I do not know how he passed on. But um, great baseball man, great man in general. Sad to see happen. Also, Don Sutton passed away this week as well. Um, so that's three baseball legends that's already died in 2021, and we're only 23 days into the new year. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, another sad day for baseball with that happening, the passing of Mr. Hank Aaron, the the real home run king, in my opinion, because, you know, that asterisk above Barry Bonds' head, um, you know. And, oh, by the way, the Hall of Fame election is on on Tuesday night, so you don't want to miss that because it's possible that these players with steroids in their history might actually get in. You know, baseball might be allowing them to, to, to come in. And if they do, then let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. That's all I got to say. Because Pete Rose gambled. Pete Rose didn't use steroids. Pete Rose gambled. And you're banning him from the Hall of Fame. But yet, we're going to allow people who took steroids in the Hall of Fame. That's all I got to say on that regard. And if you guys agree with me, uh, you know, I think I think that's... You know, well-spoken of. I mean, we loved watching him hit home runs and, you know, uh, steal all these bases and make these miraculous catches, but it was all out of cheating. You know, later on, we find out in our lifetime they cheated. You know, yeah, Pete Rose gambled on his games, but he didn't cheat to win. He played hard to win, regardless of what he did. So if you let the steroid era in, Pete's got to go into. That's all I'm saying. Because uh, he's the greatest hitter of all time. Anyway, passing of Hank Aaron. Um, it, it was reported by Mr. Russo on uh, on uh, MLB Network, uh, High Heat, uh, that even if Hammer and Hank didn't hit 755 home runs, he still would have had 3,000 hits. Just imagine that, guys. He still would have had 3,000 hits in his career. And he's the only player in history to have over 3,000 hits and 700-plus home runs. The only player. And around that time, too, when he got into baseball, I believe he started in 1954. You know, it was around the time of segregation, you know, surpassing the time of... Uh, uh, 1946 when Jackie Robinson came in. Um, but there was still a lot of racism out there. And uh, and there still is today. Nothing has changed. Um, it's probably not as bad as it used to be, but it's still bad enough to where it's still noticeable that it's out there. And it's a shame the baseball, and it's, and it's a shame around the country that that's still happening. Um, you know, but he persevered. And he played his best, and he was the home run king. 755 home runs, 
over 3,771 hits. He was a remarkable player and a great baseball person and a great man in general. Um, So it's sad to hear about his passing. So to the Aarons family, I'm sorry for your loss and I wish you all the best. And Mr. Aaron will be playing baseball in heaven with all the other legends out there. So that I passed away in 2020. So just keep that in mind. He's he's going to be young again and playing baseball again in heaven. So um, so anyway, um, signings. Okay, we're going to go to signings now and get out of this sad mode that we're in. Signings. George Springer didn't go to my New York Mets. Uh, you know, this is why it's called a prediction. And you hope and you anticipate that what people say outside of the game, you know, the, the sources, the writers are right, but they're not always right. And I'll get more into that in a minute. Uh, George Springer signed six years, $150 million with the Toronto Blue Jays. So congratulations to the Blue Jays. Congratulations to Springer on that great contract for a 31-year-old man. Well-deserving. However, at his age, I'm, I'm surprised at the money. Um, now, he didn't get his 175, but he did get close to what he was wanting. And not only that, but the Mets said they offered their best, and their best was six years, 125. So I'm not upset about that because the Mets were up there. It was between both of them. And the Mets were starting to get aggressive near the end, but then, you know, the Blue Jays just said, I got $25 million more for you, Springer. You coming here? And who would say no to that? You know, so I don't blame George. I don't care whether it would have been closer for him to be in Connecticut uh, with the New York Mets. You know, for all I know, uh, Toronto might be still planning to play in Buffalo this year, and that's close to Connecticut. <laughs> you know, but I, like I said, I don't think geography was the issue. He he wanted the money, and he, uh, you know, also knew uh, the culture of the way the Blue Jays were going, and he feels like that's a chance that there might be a competition there to get into the playoffs. So he decided to go there. So I don't blame him. And I wish him a lot of luck. And, I mean, they did sign Kirby Yates this weekend as well, besides Tyler Chatwood. So they got more bullpen help. Um, so it's good to see that, you know. And, um, you know, so that happened this week. And uh, also, Jose Katana signed with the Angels. Um, don't know really the uh, exaggeration of the deal. Kike Hernandez, one of the Mets' top targets as well, winded up signing with the Red Sox for two years, $14 million. So the Mets did miss out on that because he was only asking for $7 million a year. Here's what it is. Uh, but Jackie Bradley is still available. And another big free agent that's still available that everybody's still talking about, Trevor Bauer. And um, it is noted that Trevor Bauer did make a YouTube video last night uh, stating and uh, updating about his free agency. Of course, he can't discuss what teams he's talking to which is understandable. However, um, he didn't say anything on Twitter saying that the Mets are not front runners because it's been reported by Ken Roosevelt and many other reporters that the Mets are front runners for Bauer now and the Mets wouldn't mind going over the luxury tax. And I know this is due to the fact of the Jared Porter firing, that the Mets are trying to do something for Mets fans to forget about that. And plus, we do need starting pitching. I don't care that we got Carrasco. And like I said, we don't know when Syndergaard is coming back. We need a number two guy. Uh, Carrasco could be number three, and then Stroman four, and then uh, Lucchese, Peterson, and Matz are going to compete for the fifth spot. 
but we need that number two. And I think Jacob and Bowers, oh, great combination. And then when Syndergaard comes back, he'll be number three. And then we'll probably wind up moving Carrasco to the bullpen is probably what's going to wind up happening if we go get Trevor Bauer and Syndergaard comes back, which is fine because Carrasco does have experience in the bullpen, as I've said in the previous podcast. So, um, you know, uh, he's looking at short-term deals um, and long-term deals. He hasn't stated what he, you know, he's going to go for what he wants. And what he feels is going to be best because what, whether you think it's a short-term, a short-term deal or a long-term deal, it's still a lifetime decision that he's making. You know, not just for the money. He wants to win. You know, I, I haven't heard anything now about the Blue Jays. It's been Mets and Angels now. Mets and Angels. That's that's the two front runners for, for Springer now. And I believe it because they weren't wrong about the Jays and the Mets on Springer. They were wrong who he was going to go to, <laughs> as was I, but... They're not, he's not denying that the Mets are not front runners. So that's good news for Mets fans out there, you know, who do want to see Bauer on the Mets. Now, for those who are against Bauer being on the Mets, come on, guys, really. How can you be biased about the guy? Get He only had 10 or 11 starts last year, and he won the Cy Young. But I think you guys are just sour because Jacob didn't win. That he beat out Jacob. But how about having two Cy Young Award winners on the same staff? Come on. Who wouldn't want that? Literally, who wouldn't want that? And the fact that Steve Cohen is trying to make a move for this man and doesn't care if he goes over the luxury tax just to get this player to help this team win now because we're that close, guys. We really are. We're like one or two players away from having a shot and making the playoffs and our World Series odds to go up. And they've already gone up. So just imagine if we get Bauer and we get Jackie Bradley or Brad Hand, how much more it's going to go up. And we could still get uh, Bauer and get Jackie Bradley. Because Jackie Bradley's not going to be expensive. I said we could sign him two years for uh, for $10 million. And when it comes to Brad Hand, two years, uh, $16, $17 million. And then we get Bauer for three years, $75 million. We pay him $25 million a year. If he doesn't want $25 million, we'll give him 30 we're going to go over the luxury tax a little bit, but it's okay because my thinking is the Mets are going to wind up releasing Robinson Cano. He's not playing this year for the whole year, and I don't see him being on this team going forward to win at the age of 40. I don't because you already got Jeff McNeil at second base. Really, what more do you need? We did, We lost out on Kike. And Kike plays second base, but he also is a utility man. He can play outfield. He can play shortstop. He can play third base. Plenty of options. To, uh, and that's why the Mets were so wanting of Kike Hernandez. But McNeil is also a utility guy, too. He plays third. He can play second. He can play left field and right field. So we got our utility man. We really do. I think the big question now is about J.D. Davis and what goes on in the arbitration hearing and to see if he's actually going to stay with us and if we're going to have a third baseman or if we're going to have to go look in the free agent market again for a third baseman or trade for a third baseman. Now, we heard the rumors for a little bit about Sonny Gray and uh, Guado Hernandez, uh, Suarez, I'm sorry, uh, going to the Mets possibly, but if the Mets get Bauer, that's not going to happen. If the Mets don't get Bauer, that trade might come back up again. 
So we'll wait and see, guys. I mean, it's just an interesting week in baseball all around, and uh, things are starting to click and starting to happen now because spring training is still going to be starting on February 17th with pitchers and catchers reporting. That is still the date that has been said. Uh, so there's no changes there. So that's good news for baseball so far to this point. Uh, you know, uh, Howie Rose, um, one of the Mets radio announcers, already got his vaccine. So I'm assuming players are starting to get their vaccines uh, soon for COVID, which means so everything will get started up on time. And then you just got to throw protocols like we did last year where it worked out. And I believe we can't have a 162-game season. And now with the uh, seven-inning doubleheaders in play, and the extra innings rule still commencing. Um, you know, if players get COVID and they have to cancel games, just do the same thing we did last year on their days off, original days off. You play a doubleheader with them, seven inning doubleheaders, you know, make up the games and uh, go from there. Or as soon as you know that players test a positive you get them out of the clubhouse you test all the players they're all negative you play the next day play a doubleheader catch up it's it could still work out the way we want it to work out for 162 games um about the fans being in stands that's still a question but um we'll see what happens i mean we really will we can't we can't predict these things we want to but we can't um so we'll just wait and see what happens with that but guys um, that's it for me today. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope you all have a good rest of your day. And like I said, we should be seeing a lot more action in baseball in the next coming days. So please follow me once again on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, and Anchor. And I just wanted to let you all know, um, you know, that, um, baseball's back, guys. And, uh... We're going to get through this COVID-19 and it's going to be a better year. So with that, I'm out of here.